Welcome back to the Super Flexible Podcast. Changing it up a little bit for this show. Hopefully do this a few times, but we are here this week with Shane Manila. Shane, how the heck are you? Thank for being here. Um, I'm doing pretty well. Um, the only thing that's going to suck now is that I can't listen to Super Flexible this week because, you know, I can't listen to myself mouth vomit. Yeah, you've uh, said that before. Just because, you know, that Philly accent, it's, it's, it's an abomination to God. And... Um, so is, is that still hold true? Like you've really never listened to yourself on a show? No. So there's been a couple times where like I've listened to the intro, um, not not purposely, but mostly because like it'll start playing in my car you when can't I'm trying get to, to it fast tweet enough it out. to stop it. Right, and I'm like, oh god, I'm going to speak. I'm going to speak. <laughs> no, and um. You know what I mean? It's just like it's at that point. It's like, well, do I just crash the car not to hear myself? Because that seems strange. It does a little bit. So you know, I just suck it up, and I'm like, yes, I sound like I'm very stupid. I think that's why you know when I write, sometimes I like to use um, like fancier words than than need be. Then, um, then you would say, well, it still sounds. I still read it like it's you. Yeah, I just I I find uh, you know I'll just open up the uh, thesaurus and I'm like nope 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 what's a fancier way to say that so people think I'm smart. Uh, that's funny. Well, well, you don't sound ridiculous. I I totally agree though. Like sometimes when you hear yourself, you're just you don't you don't need to. You're in your head enough. Why listen to you through your ears? Um, oh, so anyway, the the original point of that was. Um, because sometimes it's hard for me to follow through with my own goddamn point. I right? <laughs> start for the people that try to listen to me, Jesus. Um, but it's good this week. So that you know, every week I listen to a show that you're on. Uh, um, I appreciate you. Breakdown yeah. or, or you know, rookie fever or super flexible. Um, every time, without fail, no matter how long I've been listening to you on podcasts, um, whenever they they say Shane, I start going what and. I'm like, oh, wait, no, 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 not me. Yeah, it's even harder when I'm on a show with you and somebody says something to you and I realize they're, who they're talking to now and I've almost answered or I'm like, right. no, that's not my guy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You get it. People don't understand what it's like because, you know, most people have a common name, so it's really not that odd for them to hear someone like Joe. You know what I mean? You hear Joe all day. Did, did so you ever you have to, like teachers call you Sean as if it was the same thing and you were supposed to be understanding like it was Mike and yeah. Miles, like it was the same fucking mm -hmm. thing and you're just like, no, how yeah. does that even like, and you're like, oh, I know you mean me, but I, okay. Old, old, old people and um, teachers. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, I never understood it because I'm like, but there's an H there. So yeah. that, that clearly makes a sh sound. So that can well, I guess that'd be the same for Sean, huh? Well, that was and they even say it I, as if it's like almost like your fault, and you're just like, "Oh, it's the same thing." And you're like, "I, yeah. I guess." So, like, so I'd wait. You know, I usually wait until they call out all the names, and then my last name's Manila, which they would always tear up too. So it'd be like Sean Manila, and I'm like, <laughs> that that could legitimately be someone else. So I'm not going to respond. <laughs> you were never there on the first day of school, or so they thought. So that's trash, and that's actually what we're going to do with this show, is we're going to talk a little bit about Dynasty Trash Trades. And um, I think this is something I, I can't even take credit for. I would have to give credit to you for this and for kind of bringing it to the Twitter world the way it was. I think it was even stronger a couple of years ago. But so when I started about 
thinking about maybe talking about this a little bit. There's no better person than to... I reached out to you right away, and I was like, dude, let's just talk about some trash trades, see what happens, try not to totally bitch, and maybe have a few trades. So this week, I've got a few trades I brought. I don't know if you have any, but hopefully we could get to the point we're going to do this maybe every few weeks or so that you guys give us some that you think are trash trades and we'll tell you whether or not they are. Yeah. I mean, I guess how often we'll do this will depend on how often people want to hear it. Um, you know, we're all about the people. Um, uh, so that it's just going to be up to the people, I guess. Like if this is something they feel like they want to listen to, then let Shane know or let Shane know. Um, and one of us will let Shane know. And uh, we will trash the shit out of your trades. Yeah. Look, and, you know, just so people know, um, you know, I don't do this to hurt people's feelings. I mean, I want to, but that's not the, the only goal. But I do like hurting people's feelings. But, yeah, before we, we jump into all the fun stuff, I think we do need to acknowledge one, um, one thing in the real world that is really awesome. Um, Minneapolis is defunding and dismantling their police force. Yeah, that um, is awesome. They, they voted for that today. Um, so just all those people that tell you, you know, that the protesters protested went about it the wrong way. All the people that called their local politicians uh, tweeted it out, part of the movement, like that shows that it matters. So that's pretty awesome, but it ain't over yet. Absolutely. So, They'll go protest um, peacefully. I'll say peacefully. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll give the vote to the peaceful protests, and uh, make sure you vote. Yeah, and just stay well, involved. But absolutely, absolutely vote and stay involved any way you can. But like Shane said, it's it's far from over. We have to keep keep on going with this. This won't be over ever. I mean, unfortunately, but we can keep trying to make it better. And I, I totally agree, man. That. There's there's been quick changes, like quicker than I would have imagined at the beginning of this, the way it was going. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, at the beginning, you didn't think this was going to be what happened. So that's awesome. But, you know, it's also, yeah, there's always going to be change and there's always going to be things that need to be better. But just one of my favorite sayings is just the, the enemy of perfect or the enemy of good is perfect. Um, a lot of times people are just like, well, if it's not exactly like this, what's the point? Well, this is the point. Um you know, because you, you get closer to that perfect by doing good. Yep. Yeah. All right. Well, that's all. We we now we're gonna have fun. Shane. So you did mention you don't want to hurt anybody's feelings, but I, I want to no, no, ask no. I you that's like not why I do it. I'm fine with hurting. <laughs> them. So, but I want to know like how do you feel when you get a trade that hits your inbox and and you don't have this is a real trade but you don't have to necessarily judge it yet. But how do you feel when you get a trade? that somebody wants your Keenan Allen and they're going to offer you Jay Sternberger and Quintez Cephas. So, you know, what's funny is we had Bob Harris on the dynasty trades HQ. A um, little bit of a name drop and the plug there. Yeah. Um, usually we would say more about your show, but you, yeah, you can tell yeah. them at the end. Yeah. So um, what it, it's funny. Cause if it's from someone, you know, you're like, wait, do they, think i'm well let me say so if it's from someone you don't know you kind of go wait do they think i'm stupid like mm -hmm. do they think i'm really bad at fantasy football is that why they're sending me this offer um 
should I like email them back and tell them that I, I hate them? I'm very intelligent. And then also send them my <laughs> scores um, just to show that I'm intelligent. I hate you. And I'm also really intelligent. Right. I right. like that. Yeah. Um, if it's from someone, you know, then you're kind of like, yeah, he's doing that to be a dick, but that's fine. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I agree. There can ass. be a funny man here and there. Right, so I'm going to go ahead and send him back a trade offer that's just as bad. Blah 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 blah. Um, but no, that's a that's a terrible trade. Quentin Cephas is a what was he a fifth round draft pick in the NFL draft? Yeah, Jay Sternberger was a second or third rounder tight end. Um, just because the Packers, and this isn't cramped. even a tight end premium league. Not that it matters a yeah. ton, but I mean, it would matter, I guess, if it was. Uh, what's a step above Mike Gusecki? I don't want to go too high here, but like a player like above Mike Gusecki, um, I'd say is a good offer, like in a tight end premium, but in non tight end premium, yeah, no, in any premium type of league, this is a terrible trade offer. It is a trash. I mean, to just have offer. it be like Cephas there, I think you almost have to be in that, whether you like the player or not, it's almost that Noah Fant or Hawkinson area, at least for Keenan yeah. Allen. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. You definitely got to give me at least that. And even then I could see someone getting upset by it. Like, Oh, what is he, what has Noah Fant really done? Right. So compared to Jay Sternberger, who's literally done nothing. Um, yeah, no, that's a trash dynasty trade offer. Whoever sent you that doesn't like you as a human being and thinks you're an idiot. Um, and, and I think you absolutely should be trying to buy Keenan Allen now, but offer more than this. This is offensive. This is the kind of offer where, even if I'm kind of trying to get rid of Keenan Allen, I don't even know how to counter. Yeah, I mean, I guess trying to sell or buy low on Keenan Allen, he's 28, right? Yep. Um, to, which is funny because he's technically at that age apex for a wide receiver. Um, he should probably have the best year of his career, but there is a quarterback change and then, you know, the age cliff. Day, cliff. Why do I always do that? Like, I know the word is cliff. Um, age cliff after that. Um yeah, I would, you know, I'm probably going to send out some Keenan Allen trade offers after this, but they will not be Jay Sternberger and uh, Quentin Cephas. I can't even imagine any Quintons that you could add to that offer that would make that offer. No, okay. no. Maybe an IDP. Is Quentin Dunbar any good? I, I, <laughs> Is that even an IDP player? Did I, I think so, yeah, it? yeah. Okay. Man, yeah, we've got some IDP trades coming up too. Not really. Yeah. But. Uh, well, they're all trash because you shouldn't play an IDP leagues. But yeah, I've been trying to buy Keenan Allen. I, I think the price is right. Even I think he's being ranked as a wide receiver twenty ish, and I think he—I don't know. Last year was—I know he's going to have a new quarterback, but Philip Rivers, outside of being smart, like a good football IQ, wasn't really that good last year. I, I don't know. I'm excited to see what Keenan Allen could do with Herbert or Tyrod Taylor. That's the thing too. You said the quarterback change, but they might have a couple. Yeah, that, that's the other thing is people don't know. Okay, well, which quarterback is it? I mean, I don't. I think there's certain players that are quarterback proof, and though I can't prove it because he's never had to do it, um, Keenan Allen kind of strikes me as the guy that type of player that is. Um, he's kind of you know he's just a technician at his craft. So whether I'm a young quarterback stepping in, and you know, it, obviously they deal with nerves. Because they haven't played a long time, uh, or excuse me, they, they haven't played at the NFL level before, and it's you know different than college, or you know even Tyrod Taylor starting like he he's old enough, he's been around enough, he's a veteran, he knows like hey Keenan Allen is going to be open, and he's going to catch the mm-hmm. ball, you know, and I know you can't quantify that, and that's narrative, but 
that, that's kind of how I feel. Like Keenan Allen is the type of player that is a uh, definitely uh, quarterback-proof type player to me. Could be wrong, but I'm going to guess that I'm not. So in, in this trade, I do want to say this was actually to me, and the guy did kind of do some quick patchwork at the end, and he said, you know, I, I realize I lowballed you there. I was kind of in my head thinking this and this when I sent it. And so it, I think it kind of makes the the trade partner situation a little bit better that he ended that way, like still a total trash offer. And and we haven't really had any offers back and forth, but I think that something like that, sometimes just acknowledging that you fucked up pretty bad is kind of good. It could help that yeah. trade relationship still, just kind of being like, okay, yeah, I get it, dude. Like, that was trash. Yeah, like, I've sent offers where, like, in hindsight, when I've seen it rejected, I'm like, oh, my God, I really sent that? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. oh, why would I do that? Well, I've never apologized because I'm an asshole, but... I'm also expected to be an asshole at this point. You know what I mean? So it's, it's <laughs> for me. But if it's a newbie, like someone that just doesn't know you're a jerk off or whatever the female equivalent of that is, um, there's a couple words I could think of, but I don't want to use those because those could be wrong, mightily offensive. Um, if they don't already know that you're a jerk off and that's just kind of who you are, yeah, definitely just reach out to them and be like, hey, man, I- I'm sorry about that. Especially if they say something, if they're like, you know, that offer was terrible. Yeah. Like, yeah, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I, I don't even know what I was thinking. Yeah. Cause that's totally true. And this guy was one of those people that before this trade and we started talking, like I really didn't know him and he didn't know me that well. So kind of ended well, like, so there could be a small success story. Here's a huge trash trader. I, I think this is a trash trade. Um, uh, well, Devin Singletary or David Montgomery, like who are you higher on at this point? <sighs> Uh, which one can I get cheaper? Um, so this trade was Devin Singletary, and they would be getting Joshua Kelly, David Montgomery, and a 2021 second. The other side is all that other stuff? Yeah. Montgomery and the second? And yeah. Joshua Kelly. Yeah, I'm taking that side. I mean, to me, Montgomery and Singletary are really close in value. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm not a big – you know, it's funny because I'm a bigger Singletary fan, but – Montgomery still got the better setup now. Yeah, um, with even yeah, and and I don't I don't think Montgomery's particularly good, but he's going to get so much volume that I don't know that it matters. Because um, Zach Moss could take a little bit away from Singletary. Yeah, Zach Moss could step into the role that they wanted Frank Gore to play last yeah. year, and that seems to be what they want, um, and actually be able to physically do it because I don't think Frank Moore, Frank Gore could actually physically do that role anymore. Um, so definitely. So is this a dynasty trash trade or or just like borderline? It's an overpayment. The only thing that doesn't make it a trash trade is that there is Singletary and Montgomery are super close in value. Kelly doesn't hold a lot of value to me. He's just a throw in. The second makes it an overpay, but not so much so that you would offend me on a personal and uh, yeah. No, I hear you there. And that's why it'd be kind of fun to have you guys send us some trades that you feel are trashy. Because sometimes, like, um, and I mentioned this with Russ, sometimes I'll send a trade to him and he'll reject it. And in Russ's nicest tone of voice, which he always has, he'll kind of tell me to piss off. And I'm thinking, like, wow, I didn't feel that way. Like, I thought... I was overpaying to you, but then just like his perspective, he didn't like it and he's got his reasons. And so sometimes like there is a little bit of value in the eye of the beholder and it might not have felt as trashy to them as 
but yeah, uh, this isn't yeah, definitely there's, there's trades where people send you things and they don't even realize that they're bad offers. And sometimes that's just because people don't know how to value players, um, which, okay. Um, I always say take advantage of those people, but you know, it might be legitimately, they don't know how to value players. Other times it's just, they think you're an idiot and you don't know how to value players. Yeah. I, I find that I send out too many trade offers like after the wife and kids are sleeping, I'll just start sending offers to a few people. And a lot of times, actually I, I was, I've sent some trashy ones in that, but a lot of times those are probably some of my worst offers that I'll wake up and I'll want to cancel because I'm like, what was I thinking? Like, Oh my gosh, I'm so glad they didn't accept that. Like I was ready to go all in. So stay up a yeah. little later and you might get some crazy trades from me. I'll do that where I think everyone knows at this point, if they've listened to me, um, that I generally, if I either write someone up, um, like, you know, do an article on someone like a deep dive, or if we start talking about them in depth on one of the podcasts, um, a lot of times I'll start making offers around that. Yeah. Where, whether it's I feel like that player is being undervalued or overvalued, um, then I'll just start, you know, you'll, I'll start sending those out. And where I think they're undervalued in the community that people are selling low, that's generally when I'll make the worst offers. Cause I'm like, well, the community uh, says they're only worth X. So I'm going to try to pay a little underneath X. You ever like talk crap about a player and then you're like, Oh man, I've got to try to get rid of some shares before this show comes out. Like how long is Sipes going to take? Um, yeah, yeah. Couple I, times. I've definitely done that. Definitely. <laughs> definitely. Um, but then, you know, it's weird because, you know, like I, I was talking about last week on this show or two weeks now, I guess, um, I was really down on Aaron Jones because of whatever, multiple reasons. And then as I started talking to other people and, and just thinking about things and kind of looking into things um, about how things might go in the future, basically around how, you know, the age production cliff for running backs made me think, you know what, maybe I actually want to buy him now. So there is that, too. So have you made some Aaron Jones trades? I did make one. Let's yeah, I gave, up, I gave up a... Adrian Jeremiah Green, which I don't think is his name. It's AJ Green. <laughs> and a 2021st from a fairly good team in a 14 team league. Uh, and I got Aaron Jones. Huh. For 2021? 2021 first, excuse me. Yeah, yeah. Man, okay, yeah. I don't hate it. Uh, I've seen you and Scott talking a lot about Aaron Jones. Yeah, and he's more of a, it's almost like he's the proxy for one of the things I want to dig into is that aging running back production because right now in the community doesn't seem to know this apparently because I have a Twitter poll out there asking you when's the best time to sell running backs. And I the saw large that, majority, yeah. yeah, the large majority is saying it depends on the player. Well, no, because it, the hit rate um, after the age of 26 is so low that that can never be the right answer. Yeah. Uh, that would be the right answer in about one in maybe two in 10. So there's probably like 20% hit rate after that age, but I got to dig deeper into that. Um, I but mean, yeah, so man, I'm finding it's extremely tough to sell any running back. That's like in that 24 to 26 year old area and get, get a high value. I, I think it, if you want to get a lot and maximize on your running backs, I mean, I think you, man, I don't, I think you trade them as soon as possible. And I love running backs, but like I traded and man, it's way too soon, but I traded Barkley to Russ today just because I knew I could get a couple and a half players back, you know, 
and yeah yeah no i get yeah and i'm starting to think and like i said you know me and scott kind of dove into it a little bit that there's a lot of running backs that could kind of fit the mold of what at least at least what i believe could be the type of running backs that'll last longer and produce mm-hmm. longer and there's some you know some things that are kind of happening where it might be more cost effective for an NFL team to start recycling running backs than waste draft picks on them and the money that's involved. Yeah. So, you know, for example, if I can get Marlon Mack for two years at, you know, uh, four million guaranteed, um, and I'm an NFL team, is that better than, or is that more cost effective than spending a second round pick on a player, and you know, investing four years and five million in them? right. Um, that caused benefit analysis. So it's going to be interesting to see, you know, and also like what running backs are in college right now. Are there enough to even fill the positions as the, the you know, the older guys dwindle out? And maybe we end up seeing guys like Carrion Johnson, Mar- Mar- I was about to call him Marilyn, Marlon Mack. Um, so are you going to do that, take that into an article then? Yeah, I'm going to, you know, obviously I'm going to, I'm going to look into it a little further and, see what the past shows us mm-hmm. and then kind of look at what I think is going to happen. And, and maybe you know, even and the flip side could be like, when do you buy them? Because now I'm talking about like, I sold Barkley and I still have shares of him that I'll be holding on to. But, and because I knew the peak value that I could get, but then you also have the flip side that you mentioned up where you're buying Aaron Jones for Uber cheap compared to last year. And he's still going to be productive for your team. Yeah. And, and that, and that's my thought, like, you know, and obviously there's a, there's a cost, there's a ceiling that I'm willing to pay. I'm not going to give you two twenty twenty firsts for Aaron Jones and there's picks a certain pick, even in 2020 that I'll go up to, you know, that I'll stop feeling comfortable with because I think there's players that, that are just going to be better than him long-term, even, even if he were to break the mold and be productive into, you know, say his 29 age, um, like a CD lamb, I'll take over him and a guy like uh, Jonathan Taylor. Well, basically every running back this year um, out of the top five, except maybe Cam Akers. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm just going to look in that. And some of it, you, you know, you can't exactly predict because if you could, well, this game be a lot easier, but you can kind of look at trends and you can kind of, you know, just, just using the best information out there to see if, well, is this how it could go in the future? So where are you with, Leonard Fournette and his age and no, his no, no, injury history him. and you hate him. You know, no, I, I'm, I, <laughs> I, no, no. You know, I've been. I, it's funny coming out of college, I was all about him, and then ever since then, I'm like, man. And he's actually had a couple of productive years. Mm-hmm. But despite all the the reception receiving work he got last year, he's not a good receiver. Anyone that watched that and anyone that looked at his efficiency numbers in the NFL would realize that okay, that was a terrible idea. You should never target Leonard Fournette that much and he should not have, you know, a hundred receptions or whatever he had 70 or whatever. Um, the touchdowns have to go up. The, yeah, that's the thing. Touchdowns do have to go up, but his receiving work, I could see regress all the way back to what it should be, which is like 20 receptions. Um, yeah. So that's a lot of ground to make up with touchdowns. And also if he's not behind a, a decent line. So I just, not a guy I like. Again, his injury history isn't great. His work ethic isn't great, which, again, is narrative. It's not something you can quantify, but we've seen the guy balloon up before. Um, he's just not a guy well, that I, I mean, his I playing style, like everything you said is right on about him. I'm not arguing that, but his playing style when he's on the field, like, and he's efficient when he's healthy, 
but and he just wants to run people over. So while he's on the field, there's an excitement to it. But I just, ah, man, he yeah, was he was part of like I got Hopkins from Russ, and I got Fournette and Will Greer, and I gave him Barkley. So wait, give me that again. I got Fournette, Hopkins, and Will Greer, and he got Barkley. Man, I love Barkley. I do too, but I, I really needed a wide receiver, and um, I, I was kind of after Hopkins. That's my only Hopkins share. How many do you start? Ten. Yeah, it's right off that cutout cutoff line too. Yeah. Like one where I'd be like, yeah, definitely. It's Trade Addicts eight. I'll be completely honest. Um, I that is one team that I loved the day after the draft was over or during throughout the startup draft, and I look at that team now and. I, I wish I remembered those feelings because that's about all of it. I look at my team and I'm just like, what the hell happened here? Like, I just don't like my team as much now. So it was kind of just wanted to make a move. Russ has been after Barkley. He had Hopkins and I'm putting him with my Kyler Murray. I don't know. Just wanted to get it done. I love Barkley so much. And I think he's such a great player that I got to take Barkley just because I still think he's better than CMC. And I think he shows that next year, assuming he's healthy. So it's not like it's, you know, if I, if I saw that trade come across my email, it's not like I'm running in a league and going, oh, my God. Right. Yep. It's kind of how I felt even when doing it, you know, but I was looking at my team and I'm just like, man, I kind of need this extra piece. I can still start Fournette. I'll probably try to move him, to be honest with you, and see if anybody bites. There's a little bit of positive buzz throughout Twitter right now on Fournette. I will probably try to sell just while using that and... Uh, we'll see. I mean, he's, he's definitely a win now piece, and I'm fine with win now pieces, but I'm also not super comfortable with the multitude of ways that things could go wrong for him. Yeah. Obviously, injury is a concern for everyone, but he has a pretty significant injury history going back to college. Um, regression is, you know, something that could probably hit most players, but based on the fact that he's a terrible receiver it makes way too much sense for him to just not see the target share that he did last yeah. year. And you know, they're uh, not signing him for next year. So he's going to be in a new system. They might not like him. I mean, honestly, yeah, they hate him. he might have some trouble finding a, a good job after this. So yeah, I'll, I'll probably be trying to move. That'll be one of those players I'm trying to move before Sipes gets this show edited. Yeah. Yep. I hear you. <laughs> <laughs> So we said we're going to try to keep these short and sweet. Um, I don't know. You got anything else you want to say about trash trades before we get out of here? No, man. Just make sure you're tagging them um, as such or hashtagging them. That's right. I said yep. that right. It's hashtags uh, Dynasty Trash Trades. Yep. Yep. Exactly. Um, and, you know, look, just I, I obviously I try to get them on Dynasty Trades HQ too. Um, it's just especially lately we've just been having guests and uh, – uh, Jesus, we barely talk about trades enough. So, look, there's always enough uh, content out there. The more you send us, more places we can talk about it. And uh, like Shane said, the other Shane, not this Shane, um, the, the smart Shane, um, he said, you know, even if you're not sure if it is, tweet that out to us because we can discuss that on the show and we can actually say, you know, why we think it is or it isn't. Yeah. Maybe Shane and Shane will disagree. Or just keep sending me trades. I'll use those. I'll, I won't throw you under the bus. We'll just keep using the shitty trades you guys send me. Yeah, but if you want us to call out anyone specifically, that's fine. Yep, then know. let us know. If if okay. we're grading your trade on the show and you want us to, we're probably going to call them out. Yeah, I'll make fun of someone. I don't care. So... 
tell them who you are and all the amazing places to find. You're everywhere now. I mean, you're you're over at DLF. I don't know if anybody knows that, but that's awesome. Yeah, no, I just joined DLF a few weeks back. Still, you know, finding my way. I'm like a baby deer on the the legs. Um, dropped one article, sent another one. Shamby, Shamby. Yeah, I'm Shamby. Um, so I should have a new article dropping hopefully the next few days. And then obviously on Dynasty Trades HQ with uh, my co-hosts, Michael Stipes and Jeremy Brown, uh, FF Man, Dynasty Madman, and FF Blitz. Best dudes uh, that I could ever be paired with. Yeah, absolutely. Check out that show if you're not. You guys have been bringing in some killer guests, too. Yeah, we get lucky. I, You know, it's, I, it's really cool. I mean, it's awesome for. I mean, it's really awesome for our listeners. But I'm not gonna lie. I'm like, holy shit! I get to talk to who? God yeah, damn right, doing for that. Sure. Yeah. And I am at dff underscore swag. This is at super flexible. Follow at fl two drink minimum. Don't send trash trades. No, do it. Definitely do it. Yeah, do it. We need the content. We need content.